0: Welcome to the Pen and Paper Theatre Co. podcast. Don't forget to find us on social media. Like, share, tag and tweet using at Pen Paper Theatre or find us on Facebook as Pen and Paper Theatre Co. Hey, welcome back. I am Jordan and I'm the founder and company director of Pen and Paper Theatre Co and the writer of Paradise Cove, which is going to be featured at the Showface Festival. Uh, The Showface Festival is a virtual theatre project aiming to explore new ways of showcasing online theatre, but also connecting creatives across the globe and to create inspiring and innovative work. Uh, It started back in April 2020 with the early days of lockdown and the festival started as just a mere tweet by Lauren, the artistic director, which has grown and now become this fantastic opportunity for creatives and artists across the UK and the globe. And so for this podcast, I am joined by the amazing team behind that festival. Hello everybody. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Hello. Hi Jordan.
0: Uh, So I'm gonna pass it straight over to you and just ask if you could introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit more about yourself.
2: So I'm Lauren Elizabeth and I am an Actor and Theatre Director based in South Wales and I'm Founder and Artistic Director of Showface Festival.
1: So. I'm Natalie, um, I am a, a producer, um, a emerging director, um, I live in London and I am currently the creative producer at Showplace Festival. Thanks, uh, oh,
3: sorry, <laughs> I'm Anais, I'm a <clears throat> producer, Business Manager and Creative Welfare Officer of Showface Festival. Um, I'm an emerging creative and emerging writer uh, based in South Wales.
0: Oh lush, thank you everybody. And thank you so much for taking the time today. I know it's been very busy. There's lots going on, especially with the festival being less than a week away. So let's go straight into it. So Showface Festi- uh, Festival, I mentioned it before that it started as a tweet, but where did it all stem from? What was the thoughts behind the kickstart in the Showface?
2: Yeah so Showface Festival came out of quite a dark time um, that we were all experiencing at the beginning of lockdown um, and me myself being an emerging creative, um, you know, trying to find that balance between education and being a freelance, you know, I was doing an MA in theatre directing, you know, we rely so heavily on opportunities from theatres and if they're not open, you know, what do we do? Um, you know and, and as the next generation of theatre makers we can't just be forgotten so you know I know a lot of other people are experiencing the same feelings um so I just reached out really and, and wanted to create a small showcase just wanted to get a couple of people together and make some work um but that snowballed beautifully Um, you know and I had over 300 people get in touch with me who wanted to get you know involved so quickly realized that we needed a bigger platform um, and Showface was born out of that really.
0: Oh, fab, and it, it's so interesting to so see. It's a dark place, and we've got this global pandemic at the moment, and it's it's still affecting us. And I think we thought actually it'd, it'd come and go, and that would be it. But it's lovely to have this opportunity, isn't there? there there's lots that uh, can be said about having a festival where so many people can get involved and find their feet, but also build skills, collaborate, network. But so, what about the name? How did that come about? <laughs>
2: um. Because I wanted to create a showcase, it was a bit of play on words on showcase, so show face, but also, you know, the resilience that we're showing as, you know, the art sector and the resilience of emerging creatives, and we are showing our faces in so many different ways. Um, Sorry, Uh, so I thought it was it was really important that, you know, that was the title, it's bam, and it's it's in your face, you know, you can't get away from that. Um, And I think, that's really important at this time Um, and an important message to send to our creatives that we are showing our faces together.
0: Yeah, lovely. And it's a really lovely message to have. Um, And I've said before and I'll say it again, being involved in the first project for me was fantastic. It gave so many opportunities to not only encourage creativity, when I think actually creativity was dampened at that time, I found that myself, but also for the collaboration and networking, um, which from a well-being standpoint is crucial in the current uh, current climate. But did you think it would have such a positive impact?
2: I mean i hoped for it um but no not to the extent that it has and you know that's such an incredible thing um you know we really do have a large community now of emerging creatives you know there's a lot of platforms there for them to be able to connect with each other um you know there's 170 on this second project um you know and, and well-being was such an important thing for us as well and that's why we introduced, uh, you know, a, a well-being officer role with Ney, um, which was crucial, um, you know, because we're all learning and adapting at this time. And, and it's a completely different way of working virtually, you know, that, that it just needs that extra support. It really
3: is <clears throat> one of our proudest things, I think, as well, um, how we've had a positive impact on people's well-beings. And when we get that feedback from people saying, you know, oh you know without this i wouldn't be able to access the creativity without this i wouldn't have something to work on and that's so important during such a such a difficult year for everyone that's at least for me that's one of my proudest things is that we're actually having a positive impact on people's mental well-being yeah. and i
1: think it really started in the first one where people were kind of connecting with people that they didn't even think that they would ever work with because they would never have met them unless it was online and i think that in itself created a really positive um a a positive feeling about actually there are other people out there experiencing this you know the creative world is a very isolating world at times and being on your own as a creative or an emerging creative can be very isolating so actually getting that opportunity to see how many people there were out there that were in the same boat was was really key I think in, in, in the whole ethos of, of showcase and and I think I think we can confidently say that we're, we're well on the way to achieving achieving that really
0: yeah definitely and I think being involved in uh, the first project it was actually really clear for me that actually we, we do isolate ourselves and as much as, we work really hard to to go out and connect and network and share our work and um, we can go very much into our own bubble can't we and having them this opportunity to be able to connect and i think it was them um, in that the, the first um, initial meeting that, that i joined with in the first project was that there was somebody from texas and being able to share our own thoughts but also share Um, our experiences and be able to share our creative processes with somebody very different who we potentially never would have met before you'd opened up a real big can of worms then it isn't just um, a performance platform is it it is a networking collaboration sharing i do apologize you can probably hear my dog (laughs) he's out in the back so um, so looking at then, just reflecting back on the process from the first to the second project, did you expect it to get as big as it did? And I know you mentioned that you you wished for it to happen, and, and we, we we talk about positive impact. But as you said, there's 170 creatives involved in this project, the the second one. Did you expect it to get so big?
2: No, um, <laughs> not really. I'm so glad that it has though, because it just has you know it's enabled us as organisers. To keep creative yeah. and working very hard but also it's giving so many more people an opportunity to just get involved with something you know we've we've structured this second festival quite differently to the first festival you know and i'm vast that creatives only you know are a part of two uh, performances which means it just opens the gates up to so many more other creatives getting involved um, you know which is beautiful because there's so many different types of creatives as well um and the conversations and you know creative solutions they come up with you know it, it's really overwhelming to see um yeah and it's, it's it's a really special thing to be a part of
1: and i don't think we expect expecting um to well I certainly wasn't expecting to, to do another festival so quickly um, and I don't think Lauren was expecting it either and and and, 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 and that's great and I know when me and Lauren were kind of all sitting there together thinking about okay so we think there's a need for it again when should we do it it was just like well let's do Christmas and we're thinking yeah let's do it okay Christmas is fine we've got loads of time (laughs) and then it's just you know so it's it's really interesting just how the need is still there even though it's a very short period of of time and I think that's that's telling in itself and I just think that tells a story really of the need Um, and we're kind of matching the same numbers um, if not more for this particular festival Um, so yeah it's it's, uh, I think that's a really um, important
3: thing. I think in terms of structure as well so with the first festival it was um, an idea that started to snowball and we were you know just riding it being like okay what can we achieve with this Um, and the second time round we've gone okay you know as Natalie said, there's there's a need for it. Um, also, you know, we're seeming to make such a positive impact. We want to keep it going. So how can we structure it so that it's more of a lasting thing? So instead of just following following an idea and seeing what happens now, we're like, OK, this is the idea. This is what's going to happen. Who can we, you know, how many people can we reach with it? And that's why with this second festival, we've gone down the route of, um, of establishing ourselves as a, as a limited company and that sort of thing being like, OK, You know let's because the thing is even if um you know we're all hoping that things get easier next year and you know maybe um you know physical theater will open again and loads of different things will start to open again but even when that does happen i still think there's a really strong need for virtual theater which is what we've discovered because There are, you know, um, as everyone's been talking about, the fact that you can connect with people on such a global scale. Um, Virtual theatre is just so much more accessible than physical theatre, and that's what we've discovered. So even when, you know, things do start to reopen, it's something we want to keep going because we can see a need for it
2: yeah and also not forgetting those skills that we've all had to learn and, and adapt to at the moment i think that's a really important thing for me is that you know we don't just forget all these skills um, and connections we've made during this time you know when theatre does reopen so like yeah like Nei says beautifully we will continue and Showface will you know still be a platform for emerging creatives yeah,
0: fab. And and on that, obviously the festival was created as a response to the global pandemic but we're picking up on this this need that's, uh, that has to happen throughout theatre and we do know that in the future the theatre is going to reopen and the impact of uh, of this pandemic on our industry is going to start to dwindle away and we're, we are going to um, grow better, we are going to grow bigger, we are going to grow stronger but so so where do we want this to go and you've mentioned the the need for virtual theatre and performance being it's hit an all-time high already but um so many creatives are using this platform now to allow them to be creative accessible connect and Showface has become a major part of this um as i said i I see it on my twitter constantly now i'm constantly seeing these really great productions and advertisements for fantastic work so what are the next steps are you thinking let's see how far we can push theatre can we Can we push virtual theatre and create more of um, an immersive process or what's the thought so far? And I know it's very early (laughs) to ask that question, but.
2: Yeah, it it is quite early, but there's definitely things we've been thinking of, Um, you know, and and I think it's almost nice not to know um, what's going to happen. But, you know, we will keep creating and using this platform um, because of all the wonderful things we found along the way. Yeah, Nay has one can sum it up a lot better than myself. <laughs> no, it's no, it's uh, just that
3: you know, as Lauren said, it's it's nice not to know, and because we are, we've just sort of found ourselves in this position, so there's not been a lot of um, trying to map out a, a big game plan. But what we do know is that we want this to be a regular feature of people's lives. You know, what we would really love is to have, say two regular showface festivals every year going forward. That's sort of what we're, that's sort of what we're imagining. And from there yes we do have lots of little different ideas of what we could do and we'll have to see how things go next year and that is that is half the fun of it. but um, we are definitely hoping to secure some funding next year. So hopefully that will allow us to sort of have a have a bigger reach, um, do, do as much as we can and as you say try to create um, the most immersive experience possible.
1: I think also what's key in that as well is is that there's it's the role of the emerging creative that the emerging creative can can actually in terms of getting into actual the live theatre space is actually sometimes really difficult if you're in You know, if you're in a more rural area or you're not London based or you're not city based or you're not in a particularly arts area, and actually, I think there's always going to be a space for something like Showface for emerging creatives because actually, emerging creatives do struggle and have always struggled you know it's all about we need you need to get that break and that break means then oh right I'm on the stage in a physical theatre space but we all know how long that can take people to get through those auditions and into that space so actually that's also where I think Showface has a real um there's a real niche for Showface and a need for Showface is with those emerging and that's what I think Lauren certainly was focused on at the very um was, you know, very focused on at the beginning was around the emerging element of it. And I think that's a really key thing too. If
3: you don't mind me just adding to what you said, Natalie, um, uh, as you said, it is perfect for emerging creatives because it is so accessible. And something that is very important to us as well is that this year has been so many different things, you know, it's been so hard. It's been just nothing that we could ever imagine before. But the thing is, it has made us you know, as, as a society, as well as, as an industry, we have to look at ourselves, start to examine ourselves and it it's a great opportunity to sort of break us down to our bare bones and think, what is wrong with, with this industry or with this society? What can we make better now that we have the opportunity to rebuild? And one of the things that keeps coming up for us is the accessibility of theatre. It is difficult, as Natalie said, maybe you don't live in um, an area where theatre is big, but also, Um, all those people whose stories haven't been told enough, who people, they're not able to use their voice um, in a way that so many people are. It's very important for us to make Showface as accessible as we can. It already is because it's a virtual platform, but um, going back to what you said about looking to the future, one thing that is important is we're just going to strive to make it as accessible as possible, you know. uh, I know that for, for me and Lauren, especially coming from Wales, that's a big thing we want to push as well um, in, in the next one. We've been trying this time, but um, next, next year, that's another thing we want to push. Welsh stories that haven't been told enough, you know, how can we make it more accessible for Welsh creatives, um, for everyone who feels like their voice has been silenced. That's what Showface is. It's a space for storytellers, for everyone, to have the chance to tell their story and importantly, to have it be heard.
0: Uh, and you know it's that passion, that enthusiasm, that love for the industry that um I think is so needed at the moment as well, isn't it? And and we talk about um accessibility and th- there's lots of different sides to accessibility, isn't there? Whether it's accessibility um choose with disability, whether it's accessibility just to, to access itself in regards to as you say our um where we live, where where we where we practice, but that i think this is why for me especially i think it's such um a fantastic opportunity because there's there's lots around uh, that we can start picking up about uh, accessibility sorry so things like um digital poverty there's things um such as like ticket prices and for, for, for straight off, by making this as, um, as easy as possible, we're going to be able to see things like um, performances on YouTube, on Zoom, on Facebook, on Instagram, where it's far more accessible than actually going to a theatre if you can afford, if you can't afford it. And I think it's really important then that this is free, um, this is a non-for-profit um, uh, festival, nobody really is actually getting a payment out of it apart from what's being donated, and, and we'll come back to that in a, in a, in a, mo- a moment as well, but your passion, your enthusiasm, that drive, it just shows the resilience of theatre and um, I I, I think that it kind of answers the question of where the themes came from for this season but um, festivities and resilience, you chose those things very much based on what we are needing right now, what we are trying to to do and they are very important so thank you so much for bringing up all those wonderful points there. It'd be really great to actually find out, because obviously this is a, a small team, there's three of you um, that are here today. And for such a small team, it's such a huge commitment, but you're doing such fantastic work. So what is exactly going on behind the scenes?
2: A lot. <laughs> <laughs> so at the moment, just, you know, I can explain my day right off, you know, we're organising the programme, the schedule, um, you know, we're getting that out to the creatives, we're updating the website with all the creatives on, you know, it's it's a huge task and there's a lot of organisation behind it, um, you know, but it's making sure that, you know, we're testing our live streaming platforms and making sure that all that we do is as streamlined as possible, you know, and can be as re- reached by as many as possible as well, um, you know the teams have just submitted pre-recorded work um, this weekend and you know we're starting to format that into you know larger platforms Um, you know it's 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 beautiful to start seeing this work coming in as well you know they've worked so hard and it's so different as well you know different themes different topics you know different voices being heard um and it's really special to be able to see that um, but yeah, there's a lot going on behind the scenes, and there's still an awful lot of you know of work to do. Um, but it is that energy and that commitment, you know, because like I said, we're not funded at the moment. You know, the team aren't getting paid. Um, you know, we do it for the love of it, and you know, to be able to support emerging creatives. You know, we're emerging ourselves too, and and I think it's important to remember that we're always learning. You know, we're always learning. I mean, before this, I didn't know how to set up an email address you know and now <laughs> we're doing all different types of things I know Nay because myself and Aeneas grew up together um Nay rang me she's like I'm coding what's going on <laughs> you know there's yeah it's it's such a learning curve um but it's it's a really special position to be in
0: yeah, and, and to comment on that as well. You, coding. <laughs> you'd never have thought actually that when you're doing a little bit of theatre that you'd start coding. And and it is those those skills such as setting up an email, setting up accounts, setting up lots of different things. It just shows how much theatre can teach you um but also can support you in any role. And as, as we say, we're all emerging artists within the industry, but There's probably lots of people, actually, who may not end up in the industry or may not want to be going into the industry, but it's a hobby. But it just shows that those skills um, that you build throughout throughout theatre is so important.
2: And so transferable, yeah. Yeah. Definitely.
3: Yeah, and it's, you know, as Lauren said, it's all, it's all learning new skills, it's all a massive learning curve because you know as, as Lauren was saying before this I I probably would have considered myself a technophobe like to the point where laptops just stop working when I walk in the room and yet I've had to adapt so much and like Lauren said I did find myself writing a few lines of code um, trying, to, trying to figure out our website and now um, from a behind the scenes perspective my whole week is going to be um, editing together our videos um, and trying to figure out our streaming platform and you know we've never done live streaming before so that's all going to be a learning curve, um, learning how to use the new software Uh, but that's where the community comes in because I I outsourced the question to all of our creatives and I sent out an email saying does anyone know anything about streaming you know we are learning this can you please contact me if if you have any advice regarding this and I did I had a couple people get in touch saying yeah let's set up a meeting where um, you know I know I know a little bit about streaming let's let's discuss it and that's that's why it's not certain it's not as overwhelming as it could be because we are all skill sharing and the community is so so kind, so welcoming, so eager to help in any way. And there's 170 of us. You know, we are gonna have skills that we can share and transfer and teach each other. And that's why it's it that's why it's it's special and why it's uh, yeah, not not as overwhelming as it could be.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh thank you so much for that. So uh, Lauren, you mentioned that you've been receiving short films, plays, pieces quite rapidly over the weekends for the recorded pieces. So what can we expect from this season?
2: So, um, we have a lot of pre recorded material that the creators have been working very hard on, but we're also going into tech week this week as well. So, we'll be running our live shows, um, you know, the interactive, immersive experiences, but also, you know, through our recorded work we'll have trailers and you know pieces from musicians and artists and you know really just showcasing as many creatives as we can you know and engaging our audiences and some fun activities to be getting on with um so there's a bit of something for everyone you know we've really tried hard to do that and make sure that you know there's, there's something there for everyone
0: oh nash Thank you. And I'm super excited to see the festival go live. And I think having such a huge number of creatives and audiences coming together to enjoy some truly brilliant work. Um, but I, just, I did just mention that Showface is not for profit. So um, by uh, you getting any type, uh, type of funds in there or any type of support is always handy. And I know there's the donation page. So prov- uh, providing theatre always comes with a cost and it'd be really great just to hear. So how you are raising those vital funds there?
2: It was really important for us coming out of the first festival, um, you know, that we are still giving back to our community um, and, and the skills building workshops came out of that. You know, so we ran workshops for each discipline at the beginning and they were by theatre makers who were adapting to virtual themselves. So, you know, they were really relatable and, and, and proved very useful. But as, as well as those workshops, we wanted to find an avenue that, you know, the creatives could raise donations for themselves. Um, And we're using a platform called coffee or Ko-Fi, however you pronounce it, Um, you know, that each creative performance has their own coffee page. And the idea being that, you know, audiences can donate um, as little as a price of coffee um, to those creatives, and there'll be that that donation will be split individ- individually, um, you know, between all creatives, you know, and equally. So yeah, that was really important that we were able to do that. Um, so each page, you know, you will be able to donate to as well, um, and and of course, you know, we really appreciate any donations, you know, during this difficult time. Um, and we do have a, a, you know, a coffee page for the festival itself as well. So. We're
3: we're self-funded at the minute, so what we're really hoping to do is try to cover as many costs of the festival as we can through the donations. Um, So uh, on our our coffee donations page um, and then as well through selling some merchandise. So that came out two
2: days ago, I think.
3: Um, Two days ago we released our um, two different t-shirt designs, a tote bag and um, a mug. Uh, and we're really proud of those. So we really want to encourage people to go go and buy one of those because 100% of the proceeds goes directly back into the festival. Um, and uh, we did, we had a couple, we had two fantastic designers uh, working on designs for that, and they are really beautiful. Protect the Arts uh, logos and designs. So we're, um, that's also how, how we're hoping to try raise money to cover some of the festival costs.
0: Oh, brilliant. And just uh, so for anyone listening, the, um, the Ko-Fi, coffee page, whatever um, you call it, I, I seem to call it Ko-Fi, even though I know it's a bit, a bit like coffee, um, but for Showface Festival, it is www.ko-fi.com forward slash Showface Festival. And as you said, you can donate from as little as a, a well, less than the price of a cost of coffee at £3. Um all the way up to as much as you want to then, as you said, it's 100% of those profits go back into the festival ensuring that costs are covered but also that it can continue. Um, So thank you so much and um, I do want to just give my last question here and I think I'm going to have to ask this question but it's about uh, Dame Judi Dench, I'm sure it was an absolute honour but how exhilarating was it to be able to speak theatre with with Dame Judi?
2: I mean just hearing you say that again gives me goosebumps. (laughs) Um, it was incredible and an absolute privilege to talk to someone who, you know, whose voice is so respected within theatre and that was the whole point I wanted to get in touch. You know, we're all about, you know, standing up and, and speaking, as, you know, as many voices as we can, but being able to use her voice to shout a little bit about the theatre. You know, the, the, the festival was incredible you know and I'm, I'll am i always be very grateful for that you know but the inspiration that she gave you know saying that we're, we are all in the same situation and, and we've got to be kind to each other and keep going that's the only way we'll get through it it was yeah very overwhelming and inspiring um you know I'm, I'm very grateful to be able to have that opportunity
0: I can only imagine <laughs> I can only imagine it's it's such a heartwarming um interview to see um, and to hear such passion from everybody but thank you so much to all of you today for joining me it's been such a pleasure to have you all on and talk all things Showface Festival and again talk about that passion that inspiration um, but my final question I, I, just to get it from the horse's mouth why should audiences log on sign up and tune in to Showface festivals this December?
2: Because we're proving that you know the, the art sector Um, and the creative community is viable and resilient. And we're still here as emerging creatives um, and we're still working and still adapting. um, And we're standing together to show you an awful lot and of material um, and the hard work and dedication that we all have.
3: Out Out of such a difficult year, we've created something that is fantastic. We've created this strong, talented, dedicated community of exceptional individuals. And as Lauren said, we're all proving. Um, you know, we are determined to prove to the world that we as the creative industries are resilient and adaptable enough to thrive even in the most difficult, difficult of times. And out of such difficult time, we found that we're pushing the boundaries of what's possible in online theatre and the talent of the creatives, the, the emerging creatives is just it is remarkable, and there's something for every single person. Something that everyone will enjoy if you tune into the festival.
1: Yeah, and and I and I'd just add to that in terms of it has been a very difficult year. So actually, tune into the festival just to enjoy a year on a really positive note and go into 2021 with that energy of resilience which is the theme and festivities and and i think that's a great way great way to end what has been a really you know difficult year for everybody really so yeah that's what i would say
0: yeah fab thank you and Dioch, um, but most importantly good luck and luck for what is going to be a fantastic uh december i think the fall weekends is going to be great so thank you very so much and i can't wait to see it all
2: Thank you so much. You are kind, our Jordan.
0: Showface Festival launches this weekend from December the 18th, with over 170 creatives involved to create this wonderful virtual experience. So to get involved and see more from the festival, head on over to their website, www.showfacefestival.co.uk, or take a look and give a follow to their social media pages, at ShowfaceFest on Twitter and at ShowfaceFestival on Instagram and Facebook.